You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to an all-new episode of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your host, and you can follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms because that's where I'm going to be tweeting. I'm going to be tweeting as I'm watching Marriage Boot Camp because it's airing right now and I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> you can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I keep it simple. Just Plain Zach all across everything. JustPlainZach.com. Um, and I'm excited because today's guest, she's going to be dropping some like tough love, real advice. That's I have me. some questions about my relationships that I'm hoping she can help me break oh, down. Oh, God. Oh and God. hopefully some celebrity relationships because that's kind of her groove. That's her yeah, vibe. That's my thing. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Please welcome Dr. Venus Nicolino. Thank you. AKA uh, Dr. V. Thank you so much. Dr. V. Just Dr. V. Zach. How are you, you, Dr. V? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's a mouthful of a name, right? It is. Dr. I like Venus Dr. Keep Nicolino. it simple, Dr. V. I, I'm like you. We're, I, we're like the simple. same. I just keep it simple. I mean, People always are like, is that like your real name? Like, you know, because Venus <laughs> yes, is yes, kind yes. of an odd name. And I always say, like, I think my mother thought I was going to be a stripper. <laughs> and then I got the doctor gig and she was like, you know, cool, but maybe disappointed. And I'm like, look, Bridge the gap. look, look, there's still time. Yes. There, like, there's still time, right? Well, I don't know. I think you're doing pretty well. I yeah, don't think we'll you see. need to resort to well, that. Yeah, no, we'll Fingers see. crossed. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Because now you're you're known as America's favorite shrink. You're on all of the reality shows on Bravo and WeTV. You're currently on Marriage Boot Camp. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I guess that's what I'm known for. Yeah. I mean, dropping F-bombs that tell <laughs> people to fuck love themselves. Advice. You know, that's... sometimes people need a good fuck you. <clears throat> exactly. But, but by the way, what are the rules to the there show? There are no rules. It's hashtag oh, no filter. fucking awesome, man. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times. We're like, oh my God. No. So I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. But before we get started, you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Icebreaker. So every every guest that oh comes God. on has to answer. Oh God! Oh God! They're easy. Okay. First question: What's one word your mom would use to describe you? Ooh, uh, badass bitch. Badass bitch. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. two. It's yeah. two to three uh, it's all, words. Well, but well, it, hashtag it. Hashtag, hashtag it, and it's all one word. That shit. I love it. Yeah. Okay, fun fact. What's one thing people would not expect about Dr. V? I play the cello. Really? I'm a little That's bit of so a nerd. Yeah. I love that. I'm a little bit of a nerd. Any other instruments? Um, I play a little piano. I can kind of pick up anything and sort of feel it out. Uh, can you sing? Uh, I've got a crush on you. Yes. Sweetie I- pie. I Let's wish I could. That's great. I can't <laughs> sing that well. I think I can when I'm in the shower and then it's just total shit. Well, that's my shower singing. So I, <laughs> I apologize to any listeners who, 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 who I'm offending currently. <laughs> I love that. Um, what is your drink of choice? I feel like this is very telling. Uh, my drink of choice. I mean, I'm a big water drinker. Okay. I do love water. Uh, but probably my favorite thing to put in my water is vitamin C packs. Okay. So I don't really know why. I just think it's better for me. I like it. I like yeah, doing vitamin C. It, it gives it some kind of texture. Yes, you know texture what I mean? Texture and flavor. You know, I mean, other than that, I'm drinking vodka. But you know, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm drinking vitamin C water, right? Yes. Right. Do you ever put vitamin C powder in your vodka? Yes. I've done that before. Brilliant. And it like hangover, like, yeah, heal yeah, it. I'm like, I'm going to kick your ass hangover. <laughs> yes. We're yes. duking it out. We're duking it out. Okay. I want an embarrassing moment that you learned something from. Oh, my God. I had an embarrassing... Okay, so let me just tell you. Yes. I made a uh, New Year's resolution last year that I was going to embarrass myself more. 
Okay. And boy, have I come through. <laughs> I have come through. So I have an embarrassing moment probably every day. Oh my God, I love it. But this one uh, includes my assistant who's actually standing in the back corner there. Oh my God. So I'm, I'm in Soul Cycle, right? Uh-huh. And because Sam is with me so much, when I'm undressing or dressing, because it's something about that cute, it was all sweaty. I wanted to take off my shirt. And there I was in Soul Cycle. I had a very long day. I was completely exhausted. And I just took off my top. And I didn't realize, like, kind of where I was uh-huh. until the wind hit my tits. Oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, this is so crazy. And then I just pretended it didn't happen. So I was just living in denial for a couple of weeks until Sam was like, oh, my God. <laughs> So that was my embarrassing moment, really, of just last week. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had one yesterday because you were talking about watching my Uber snap. So there was an yeah. Uber ride that I had yesterday that I did not snap because it was too awkward. So I literally got in the car and I realized it's someone that I had hooked up with one time, but it didn't end very well. Oh. Like, I stopped it oh, midway because I'm like, I have to run to a work meeting right now. I'm so sorry. Like, I need to go. He, like, locked the door. And he was so he's mad. He's just driving around with you the so whole time. Mad. It was the most <laughs> awkward ride ever. It was so embarrassing. So, wait. I have questions. Like, yeah. I have questions. Um, Did you... How long did you... Date this person? It was just a one-time fling. So it was a one-night stand. It was a one-night stand. You we whore. met on an app. We hooked. We had talked about getting yeah. together, and then we just happened to get together. And Did then you we kiss? just yeah. Did like you... we were halfway through it, and then I'm like, what? I, I want to know what, what's halfway. Oh, we were totally naked and everything. Like nice. we were in the middle nice. of it, and I'm like, look, I'm. I told you I was short on time, and I'm sorry. Like my alarm went off. I was like, I got to go. I promise there'll be another time. I'll make it up to you. And he was so mad. Wait, he blocked I, me. Wait, you have had like a timer on this thing? Yes. I had a meeting to get to. I'm very so, serious about my work. Okay. So you had <laughs> you had a meeting to get to. I mean, were you were you were you excited to be in this situation? I was. I mean, and it was great. No, no, term. it was great. It was really good. But like I really was short on time and like I could not miss this meeting. And I told him ahead of time, like I'm yeah. short on time. Okay. And so then you never spoke to him again? Not after that night. He was so upset and he left and then he blocked me and I hadn't seen him until I literally just called an Uber. Didn't even look at who was coming, hopped into the car. And then we both like had this moment where we looked in the mirror and like made eye contact and it was like, oh, I know you. And then I was like, oh, that's where I know you from. Wow. But like at that point, he had already started the ride and like we were committed. And we had to sit through the whole half well, hour clearly, ride. It I mean, was clearly so you bad. were committed. I mean, were you, did you discuss what happened? No, I didn't know how. Like, I tried to make small talk with him, but he was just like not having it. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm his, glad he didn't like heart. stop the Uber ride halfway and make me get out. Like, that would have been good payback. <laughs> well, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a very nice so guy. So whoever you are, I, I think you should unblock Zach. I left him five stars on Uber. Uh, oh, oh, wow. We, look, you got five stars. <laughs> I was like, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Uh, if you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Have to pick one. Anyone. They're all on the table. I've gotten everything from, um, from St. West to Caitlyn Jenner. I've literally gotten all of them. Um, I, I think, um, I think Chloe's pretty cool. Chloe is very yeah, cool. Yeah, I think she's pretty cool. She seems to be the less filtered of all of them. The less filtered? Yeah. Yes. Like the most organic. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I, would, I would go for Chloe. 
Okay. Uh, talk to me about marriage boot camp. Yeah, it's big. I mean, it's big. It's it's a it's a lot of work because you've done you do reality stars and you've done the family edition as well. So yeah. not just couples. Well, that no, was intense. Well, well, the family edition is reality stars as well. Yes. So it's reality stars and their family. Yes. Um, and usually their families also in the I spotlight as well. I remember seeing Abra- Farrah Abraham. She yeah. was a hot mess. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. Um. It. You know. The the difference between marriage boot camp and then the family edition, mm-hmm. I personally love the family edition because you can't pretend to be somebody you're not when your mother is standing yeah. there or your father is yeah, next to they, you. That's they know there, you. It, so it brings a a, 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 a a incredible sense of um, energy and a genuineness that I really love to work with. So Would I you love... ever go on TV with your mom and like do therapy? Like I feel like that's uh, really intense. You know, would I ever do that? I think I might simply because I'm op- I'm I'm very open yeah. uh, person. Um and I feel that therapy at times can be a little taboo for people. Mm-hmm. Um I, I also think that how we experience um uh, mental health and how we experience therapy can be seen through uh, privileged eyes mm-hmm. that I think it's really important that, um, you know, mental health get down to the disservice and the disenfranchised. And that's where TV can really play a big role. Um, people tell me every day, you know, how much they've learned from the show. I have to say, that's one thing that I've always respected back since you were on Bravo mm-hmm. is that you really kind of broke down those boundaries and mm-hmm. allowed, you brought people in to have mm-hmm. therapy and, and create an open conversation mm-hmm. about, you know, therapy being a real thing that people need. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, I know for me a few years ago, like my idea was, okay, the only people that need therapy are crazy people. Mm-hmm. And then I started going mm-hmm. to therapy and I'm like, well, fuck, I must be real crazy because I'm mm-hmm. really loving this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will tell you. Now, I also am a big believer that therapy isn't for everyone. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, your close friends, you know, can be just as your community, your friends, your family. I find that when people are lacking a support system or they need a new one or they feel alone or isolated, you know, they seek out uh, other forms of, of, of counseling and friendship and, 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 and that kind of thing. So, so yeah, I, th- I think how we think about mental health is, is really important. Um, and, and, and by the way, you know, therapy was developed for the privileged. Right. Uh, you know, Freud would sit and listen to the rich women in his neighborhood <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about their problems um, and, and just how they weren't, you know, getting fucked enough and nobody was having sex enough. Um, but, you know, obviously being the forefounder of the, the, the topography of the mind, um, what didn't happen was how do we service the community? You know, how do we service people who don't have access to mental health or who don't have the time to think about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, 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 and that's really important. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times people don't have the time to recognize No, and then they just depressed tweet all their business and on Twitter anxious. and I'm reading their diary yeah, online. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, I think that what I like to see is that through, uh, you know, media psychology mm-hmm. and through television and through what you're doing, you know, people are able to, you're able to get to people that you otherwise may not be able to get to. So that's a, that was a long way around the block. 
across the street and over the bridge to to your answer. Well, What's your question? Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. for, for breaking down those boundaries yeah, yeah. and allowing people um, that type of You're access. You're welcome. I mean, it's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so Marriage Bootcamp is now in its ninth season. Yes. You've it's been ninth- doing it for... I I entered in its sixth season. Okay. So, um, and it's brutal. It's a brutal process. And what's interesting about the show is that it's a real process. Um, <clears throat> Dr. Ish and I, we put the uh, cast through... 10 days of intense, intense drills. Um, And what I love about the show is that at the end, it has this sort of uh, twist to it, this idea of are they going to stay together or aren't they? Because Mm -hmm. our stakes, while, while I'm rooting for every couple, my stakes aren't about whether you stay with your partner or not. Right. My stakes are about are you making the right choice? And I'm going to give you the tools for you to see if you should be with this person or not. And I love that because it makes the stakes almost higher. You know right. what I mean? Like if I'm fighting for you guys to stay together, how boring would that be? Right. It's like, I don't give they a shit. You know, you do, you know, you have to other. want to be together and I'm going to give you the tools. And it's like a mirror, like putting a mirror up to your relationship. So, um, I love that about the show. I think that's one thing that people don't realize is when they are looking at their partner and they're criticizing all of these things about their partner, yeah. they're not looking at it as a mirror, as these are things about myself that I'm seeing in you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so much of the way we see others and the way we view um, the world is really how we view ourselves. Right. Um, so much of it uh, is, 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 is about how we feel about ourselves on the inside. So, so yes, you're right. Okay. I asked some of my friends to submit their biggest relationship issues do it. that I want you Let's to help do me it. break down. Break it down. Okay. So this first one, my husband and I just got married over the summer. We've dated for five years, but lately we've had major communication issues. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we listen to each other. And lately everything he does irritates me. Mm-hmm. Any advice on how we can work on our mm-hmm. communication with each other? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, that is a really great question because... um. Not only do we have our experiences as couples, we also are have our own individual journey mm-hmm. and people transform and they change. And sometimes the couple can't keep up with that, that developmental change within the individual and within the relationship. So um, it's really important to attempt to continuously connect with your partner and be incredibly, incredibly vulnerable. I mean, look, I've been with my husband for 20 years and there are days where I look at him and I say, I just want to punch your fucking face in. I really do. And he laughs. I would hope so. And, uh, and, and, but, but, but within that situation, you know, um, we're always looking to foster empathy and mm-hmm. compassion. So what I would say to this couple of, of five years, you guys need a date night. You need to really get intimate and get cozy and ask yourselves the questions you used to ask yourself five years ago. Like, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? How have you been feeling in this relationship? Like, get to know each other again. Because a lot of times when I see that irritability come up in relationships, they're they're angry at one another because they're ha- they haven't been really talking. So and communication. Look, I mean, 
write down a list of questions and make sure they're important. Make sure they're answers you want to know. It's that simple. So that's a long answer to your, your, your question. Next. Next. I've been dating my girlfriend for five months. Things started off great, but now we rarely see each other. And when I do see her, I'm not as excited anymore. The butterflies are gone, and now I just tolerate her. I don't like her friends, and we seem to have very different interests. Is it time to call it quits? How do I, how do I do it without hurting her feelings? Uh, okay, so you're answering your own questions. So, yes, the answer is that it's time. Do we have names to these people? Uh, we'll give them fake names. Yeah, please. Uh, we'll call her Joanne. Okay, Joe. Joe. Joe, and she's dating Carol. Jojo, here's here's the deal. You're answering your own questions. Cut, Carol. Um, yeah, you're ready to move on. And, <clears throat> you know, I think it's really important that when you do move on, you do it in a way that is mature and respectful. Um, so many people today are just fucking losers and assholes with the way they end their relationships. And it's just like not the way to during be. sex. Yeah. Like someone, <laughs> for example, someone who has like no time, you know, cause that's going to come back to haunt you. Like you might get in their Uber car. Um, so I think it's important to, to, to do that respectfully. And look, you, you know, if you need a, if you need, uh, you know, a narrative for that, you can always say, you know, look, I, I think that you're a really special person. I don't want to be playing, play, you know, playing games with you because that's silly. Um, you're going to find someone who who's better suited for you. So I think it's just really important because what ends up happening is that people, when they when they want to break up with someone, they always seem to have a level of narcissism about themselves. Like, look, you know what? It, they're always like, and I don't want to hurt this person, and I'm yeah. really, you know, I just don't. They're going to get over you, motherfucker, and they're going to move on. <laughs> Like, stop putting so much power on yourself. Yeah. Like, let the person go. Give them a nice, sloppy, wet kiss and move on. You know? So that's what I want to say to people who who are looking to break up. Like, don't have so much narcissism about yourself. Like, they're going to find somebody else. How do you know when it's over? How do you know when the relationship is done? Because I feel like we've seen this on Marriage Bootcamp as well, where there are just couples where it's like, it's just time to let go and they don't want to let go. Maybe it's a codependency. Maybe they don't know how to live without each other. Mm -hmm. So how do you know when it's time to pull the plug? Okay. In my professional opinion, because I've seen so so much of this, you know it's really time to pull the plug when you feel... You have no empathy or your empathy or your partner has no empathy for you. It's so crucial when you feel blatantly disregarded um, by your partner or you're doing the same to them. And for the listeners out there, you know when you're doing that to somebody. Don't bullshit yourself. You know when you're doing that, it's time to end the relationship. When the relationship becomes mean-spirited, when it becomes – when there's no empathy. because I'll tell you, I've seen relationships turn around that I thought were just doomed, um, but they had empathy, they had compassion, you know, they they they, they weren't mean spirited toward one another. So, um, and obviously, as you know, uh, the obvious ones if you're uh, if you have intimate violent if you have intimate partner violence, that's mm-hmm. time to, to cut the cord walk, immediately. Yeah. Walk, walk, walk immediately. Um, we don't talk enough about that actually. And we certainly don't talk enough about that in, in, in the gay community. Um, intimate partner violence is, is a yeah. huge deal. Both emotional and physical. Yeah, exactly. So, Okay. This next one's mine and it's family therapy. Okay. Here we go. 
So, Dr. V, I'm yeah. very controlling. No! And, <laughs> and my mom is very free-spirited. Love We're it. very opposites mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would say the main issue is um, when it surrounds my brother. My brother has special needs. Mm-hmm. And so I like to kind of come in and fix everything and control everything and take mm-hmm. care of everything. And she's a lot more you know, lackadaisy and, you know, just put out good wishes and good things will happen. And I love and respect that. Drives you her, crazy. And I'm learning to mm-hmm. appreciate that part of her, mm-hmm. but it drives me crazy because yeah. I'm so much like, here's the list and we got to do this and we have to be here and don't, we have an appointment on this date. And- got you. So what's your question? How do I, I mean, do I need to let go? How do I not, I feel like I'm parenting her and controlling her mm-hmm. and I don't like doing that because it's hurting our relationship. Well, you know, to come full circle, how we see others says a lot about mm. how we see ourselves. Okay. So I would just want to give a little, not advice, because I hate that word, but you should trust yourself more. Okay. You don't need to control so much. You, the universe is on your side. It is. You don't need to control yourself or everybody else around you. Trust yourself. I have to say, I love your tweets. Just listening oh. to you right now reminds oh. me of like those little nuggets that oh. you send out. Yeah. I love retweeting them. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. I want to play a round of swipe left, swipe right. So I'm going to throw some topics at you. And if you are against them, you swipe left. If you're for them, you swipe right. Oh God, this is confusing. What's happening? What's <laughs> happening to the right and left? So just thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. Can we, let's, can we just make a thumbs up? <laughs> Great. The whole show. I, I'm not, I don't do the, is that a Tinder the thing? Yeah, Tinder yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That doesn't help me. Okay. Thumbs okay. up, thumbs down for the old people. <laughs> okay. Swipe left, swipe right. The first okay. one, this one's making a lot of headlines right now as we see all of these um, allegations come out against really powerful men in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're using these sex sexual harassment and sexual assault allegations. They're uh, claiming it's just sex addiction. I'm going to go to rehab and I'm going to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Do you think sex addiction is a real thing and a real excuse? Or do you think that people abuse it and it's not a valid claim? I I think sex addiction is a real issue. Okay. Um, So I I also think it's a very complex issue, uh, the the larger social issue that we're seeing. Um, I think that... uh, People are tired of being pushed around, uh, especially women. They're fucking sick of it. Yeah. Um, and I also think that we're, we're, we're living in an age where a lot of people are feeling disempowered. Um, and when you have that kind of uh, chaos at the very top, the very top, it filters down into everyone's thoughts and everyone's feelings. And they're like, wait a minute. If that fucking asshole at the top can 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 say whatever the fuck he wants, you know what? I'm going to stand up for myself. So I think we're seeing kind of a domino effect of of people just tired of being bullied, yeah, and being marginalized and being pushed down. I also think, as we speak, women's rights um, are slowly and maybe even swiftly being squeezed and squeezed and squeezed abortion rights, equal pay. And so you have women being like, fuck you. No, 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 no. So we're seeing this incredible uh, movement. movement. Yeah. Um, 
So that is a larger social issue. So I'm, I'm sorry it's hard for me to do the, the thumbs up, thumbs down stuff or the swipe right, swipe left. Okay. Swipe left. So you think it's a real issue? Sex uh, yeah, addiction yeah, is a yeah, real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I, I, I do. I, okay. I do. Another hot topic right now. And by the way, you could be addicted to anything. Addiction's a thought disorder. Okay. So just want to put that out there. Okay. Like um, in this moment, I'm addicted to like twirling <laughs> this wire. It's also so I don't strangle myself. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, another hot topic right now is um, politics. Like so Ooh, many just people are yeah. fiery back and forth. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's take it back to to the whole family therapy thing. You mm-hmm. know, especially with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming mm-hmm. up. You know, it's very easy to get caught up in this vicious cycle of going back and forth yeah. about politics, especially at the dinner table yeah. with our family members. Do you encourage engaging or do you encourage disengaging? Okay. How do we do it? Okay. Do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? <laughs> You'll have to decide that. Okay. Um, it's a very important question. Yeah. Do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? Um, and with family, I'm a little bit older than you, Zach. So I often choose, I just want to be happy. Happy. So, because at the end of the day, I love them. They're yeah. my family. I, I adore them. Um, will I bust their balls on occasion? I will, but not during Thanksgiving. Because I just want to be happy. I don't want to be right. You yeah. just want to eat turkey and be exactly. happy. Exactly. So. <laughs> eat turkey, drink wine, and be merry. Exactly. Okay. Talk to me about Selena and Justin Bieber. Because mm-hmm. they've been on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off again. Are those relationships healthy? I mean, I like it. You Who, like on uh, again, off again? No, I or you like, like them the together. Yeah. Really? I, I don't. I th- think they're sexy together. It's like, Ooh, yes. so you swipe right to this. Uh, yeah, absolutely, I absolutely. Like and I think you know, uh, we, you know, obviously we don't know the the ins and outs of right. of, of their relationship, but they were they, they've been with each other since they were pretty young, um, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're not they were old teenagers. Now, but, yeah, like, they, they were, were like teenagers, young teenagers right? when they first started. So dating. I, I mean, I could imagine when being in in that position. There's so, there's so few people you can really trust, yeah. you know? And I think that when you've been dating someone or seeing someone since the time you were a teenager, it, it feels only natural to kind of go back and, you know, get some love and get some attention and feel good and in the hopes of maybe getting Do you your think dick sucked and your pussy eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yes. Uh, do you think that... You know, because lately I've been reading a lot about your first love and how, you know, we are so attached to that first love and we can't let it go. So even when we're in our more mature relationships, you know, because I have another friend who recently ran into her ex Mm -hmm. who they were together in high school. They had a really good thing. They went off to different colleges, went on their own thing. She's now married. He's dating somebody. Yeah. Um, But they've recently reconnected and she feels a little guilty about talking to him. What Mm -hmm. do you think about that first love? Is it is it a relationship that we can fully quit? Um, that's a really great question. And why are we question. so attached to that That's a really great question. I, I mean, look, you're young, so you're attached to that relationship. Right. I'm old, so I'm not attached. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the more experience you have, the less attached you are to your first love. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, I think that it's, it's, it's important to, to also not invalidate that relationship and acknowledge it for the importance that it is. It's the first person who saw your body. Yeah. The first person you told secrets with. You know, it's, it's, you, you. Maybe you lost your virginity to this person. So so there's something special about our first love as Do well. Do you think because we have so many of those first experiences, it's harder for us to let them go? Or how, it's harder for us to be more vulnerable and open and 
ongoing relationships because maybe it didn't end well and were hurt by the loss of that relationship? Yeah. I mean, look, we live in a society where people are, people don't know how to love. I'm seeing that more and more and more. People just don't know how to love others. Yeah. Um, and there's this, you know, huge, almost branding of loving yourself, love yourself, love right. yourself, love yourself. Um, you can't love anyone until you love yourself first. And that's just <laughs> not fucking true. Yeah. You were, you were built to love other people, your instincts, your biology, your chemistry, your loving people all day long and how you feel about you. It, it, your chemistry doesn't give a fuck how you feel about you. And I feel like the more love you put out, like the more you're able to love yourself yeah. and appreciate exactly, yourself Zach. so much more. It's, it's how you love others, how you care for others is a reflection of how you how care you love and love yourself, not the reverse. And so oh, I wow. see this popping up mm -hmm. on a constant level, you know, constantly. I mean, it is so wide and vast. I, I, I say that we're, we're, we're branding this, this idea of like, love yourself. Love, and, and then on top of that, while it's biologically and scientifically impossible to love yourself in the way you love other people, they tell you this with no they say love yourself with no idea how yeah well so how do i love myself that's my thing i'm like okay well, i have to love myself do. how do i do it okay. i'm like reading every love other book. people that's how you do it and love, love vulnerably that. and love courageously that's how you love you by loving others so i, love that. I feel super passionate about that topic i'm sorry i, I <laughs> no, i yeah. absolutely i love that okay closing question I ask all my guests this question you really prepare for this Zach. <laughs> Thank you. If you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself or you wish someone would have given you in that time period? Everything you are seeking is seeking you in return. I wish I would have known that sooner. I would have been more courageous. I would have been less afraid that everything I wanted wanted me to. I love that. When can people watch Marriage Boot Camp? Uh, Fridays. I don't on know, BTV? Sam. When is it on? Fridays. Fri Fridays at nine Pacific time. Fridays Friday, at nine Pacific. Pacific. No, 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 Sam. TV. It's on WeTV Friday, <laughs> nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I got it. WeTV Marriage Boot Camp. Camp. Be sure to watch Doctor V every Friday night. Thank you so much, Doctor. Where can where can people follow you? Uh. I am at, on Instagram. I'm at doctor underscore V underscore. On Twitter, I'm at doctor V underscore underscore tweet. Okay. And we'll, I, I don't we'll, know. We'll I, put I, the just, links just, in the description yeah, below. Just, just look me up, man. I'm there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so fun. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to listen and, uh, and listen to us every Wednesday. iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a nice review. Send Dr. V some, some love. Send her some good positive tweets. <laughs> Send her some love. Send me some love because it's a reflection of how much you love yourself. So go and do it. Don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. And again, don't forget to subscribe and listen to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday on iTunes. And don't forget to catch Marriage Bootcamp Fridays on WeTV, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go DVR it. Watch it. I got to go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.